Welcome to Moon Harbor Heroes. Today's issue is Faces, Issue 61, Conversations. This cover is divided into three vertical panels. On the left, we see Brian, obviously nervous but smiling, sitting in a booth in an arcade with Daisy. On the right panel, we see Lighthammer, back to the reader, staring into a mirror. In the middle, we see Inky, standing, facing the reader, arms outstretched. A bright green glow lights him from below. We turn the page and our story begins. We open this comic with a panel of Asimov, and Asimov's in street clothes, but nicer than we normally see him in. But on top of that, we also see some kind of like armored vest strapped over your chest, and we see you with kind of a panicked look on your face, holding a futuristic looking gun. The room you're in is very dim. We can't see many details, but we see some like flashing lights off in the distance. And then from off panel, we see like Daisy's speech bubble with this like primal warrior yell. And on our next panel, we see her like leaping over a barricade and running straight towards you, firing laser tag guns full blaze. What do you do? I can uh, very goofily not dodge very well. Fantastic. And I think we get several panels of the two of you playing laser tag. I think we get like the starting game where you're on opposite teams. And then we get like panels of, of a continuing game where you all are both on the same team. And I think we, we turn the page and we cut into the two of you in a fairly desperate situation. Like you're back to back, both very low on laser life. I don't really know how laser tag works. I haven't played in a very, very long time. And uh, so, yeah, we get the panel of the two of you back to back, guns up, and like movement in the shadows as you're surrounded by the the opposing team. Asimov, what do you do? I spot somebody in front of me and I shoot them, but there is somebody else behind them and they shoot at me and... I kind of want just like uh, my eyes to glow a bit and then for it to be like, I clearly should have been shot, but my thing doesn't light up and I'm able to shoot them. Fantastic. I just sort of get this uh, first a look of surprise and then a shit eating grin. Excellent. And I'm going to leave this decision up to you. Do you, does Daisy notice that you're cheating? I would rather not. Okay, cool. And I think we get uh, panels, unless you want anything specific, I think we get panels of the two of you, you um, subtly immune to lasers, I think just slowly taking out the rest of the team. And from there, we turn the page. We get a panel of a close-up of Lighthammer. Lighthammer, in our next panel, when that pulls back, where do we see you? Set the scene for us. I am standing at the door to, like, the Lighthammer mansion, the Lighthammer house. And I think there's a moment where I'm going to ring the doorbell, but then I pause and just unlock the door instead and let myself inside. And then we get a few panels of you walking through the house, and it quickly becomes apparent that there is no one home at the moment. We see like a note on the table in Daisy's handwriting that says, out with Asimov, back later. And a few panels later, like, we see you passing by OG Lighthammer's, like, open bedroom door, and he's clearly not there. Where do we see you in our next panel? First, I think I'm going to, like, actively look to make sure that no one is home. I'm going to go into Lighthammer's bedroom and look around there, 
And once I'm sure that no one is home, then I'm going to go into Daisy's room again. And I think we get this kind of long, narrow panel, like probably half the page all the way down of me standing in Daisy's doorway with my shadow just being like cast across her entire room. And like, it's in such a way that like my shadow lands perfectly on her bed, like where a person would lay. Oh, I love that. I'm going to suggest this is actually like a full two page spread with a light hammer on the right and the ca- the shadow being cast and on the bed on the left. That's perfect. I like that. What do you do? I think first things first, I'm going to start like very much like we saw last time going through her stuff. And it definitely looks like I am, for lack of a better word, scoping the place out. Like I am looking in her drawers and in her closet and just looking at stuff. And we see me picking up things like magazines and clothing and nothing in this seems lecherous. I think that's really important to note. Like it is inquisitive and investigatory, but it's not creepy. I think we get a panel of you opening like a desk drawer and we do see her diary sitting in her drawer. I think that actually like gives me pause there and not like gives me pause like I'm gonna read it but there's a moment where I'm like kind of disgusted with myself as I'm like I shouldn't be looking around here and I think I say that out loud and then I close the drawer and I like look and I like look in the mirror at myself and I think we get this kind of really great shot of me like looking in the mirror with all the like pictures and posters of quote unquote the real light hammer behind me and like this like really nice frame of me looking and surrounded by Daisy's accomplishments and successes. I'm going to suggest a, a detail feel free to veto this. Uh can you suggest that like be- behind you on the wall there's a poster of both of you in like your light hammer gear drawn back to back? And like, you're bisecting the two of you in that poster. That's really good. And I think in this moment, as I'm looking in that like bisected poster image, there's a moment where I like lean slightly so I am where I on the poster am. And then I shift slightly so I'm where Daisy is. I like that. And the next thing we see is me looking at the stuff on her vanity and it's makeup and jewelry and like a couple flowers, pictures, things of that nature. And I'm going to toss in a detail there. Uh, I don't know if Lighthammer notices this or not, but astute readers will notice there's a flyer from the library where you all fought one slinger together. Nice. I think there's also a um, poster from a Battle of the Bands where it is Lighthammer versus the real Lighthammer. Or rather, Lighthammer and the Screws versus the real Lighthammer and the Nails. I uh, I agree, and I'm going to toss in that Allie is in uh, the uh, real Lighthammer and the Nails band playing bass. Fantastic. I don't think I notice Allie. I do notice the poster. And I think we get this moment where, like, I am looking in the reflection at myself, just kind of staring at myself, looking at all this stuff here. And then I like shake my head and go to walk out of the room. And then I stop in the doorway and turn back around. I walk over to the closet and open the closet back up and grab one of Daisy's old light hammer costumes. And we get this moment where like, we see me like 
what looks like angrily pull it off the hanger. And then we turn the page and we see a full page panel that is clearly a romanticized version of Lighthammer. And he is wearing the lipstick that he stole from Daisy's desk, uh, her signature color, and wearing a wearing that same costume that he had pulled off the rack. But it really fits him in a really form-fitting, really flattering kind of way that gives this really elegant, feminine quality to him. We turn the page and we get a close-up shot of Inky's face. And Inky's face is just lit with this uh, green glow from below. In our next panel, we pull back and we see Enki standing in, I guess, your bedroom sanctuary uh, over this uh, pool of Gaia. What do you do? I think I'm crying and I'm angry and my eyes turn white and I get like the crown of thorns thing going on. And then suddenly my eyes turn green instead of white. And, um... There is a huge, big green uh, swirl going on in the pool, and it opens up a portal, and I jump in. Ah, fantastic. And in our next panel, we see a panel of just pure white. Floating in that white, we see Inky. I think I, I tentatively ask, Mom? I think the text on the panel, when it's anytime Gaia speaks back, we see just like these gray letters lifting up out of the the whiteness they're not within like a text bubble they're just kind of all around you and within your head this like feels all-encompassing it's a voice that seems to come from everywhere around you and almost within you as well at the same time and you just hear inky you've come to visit mom why are you crying i i don't know i just i just wanted to see you mom why do i exist i would like you to pierce the mask of your mom slash Gaia. That's a five. During this conversation, I'm going to give you one hold off the Pierce the Mask list you, you can spend to guarantee a complete and honest answer. You don't have to use it on this question, but you can if you want. Um, she replies, you are the gateway, Inky. You are very, very important. But I don't want to be important. I know, and I'm sorry. Being important can be very painful, but it's not a choice either of us can make. I don't know. I don't know if I can handle it. You must. If the gateway is lost, we are all doomed. Something is coming, Inky, and only the gateway will let us stop it. Everyone wants to wants me to be like this person, Carl, but I don't know Carl. I'm not Carl. Who is Carl? Carl was a gateway that fail. You are not Carl. You're far better than Carl. I think I want to spend my whole on that one. Okay. Uh, which question off the Pierce the Mask list do you want? Or is it for the, like, who is Carl? Well, the bit at the end where she says that I'm superior to Carl. Um, let me see which question I want to ask about that. I can just I can elaborate on that, I think, a way that'll be satisfying if we don't want to pick a specific question. Sure, go ahead. When she says you are better than Carl, you feel the full, like, depth of her emotion and the love and hope she has, like, put behind you. And I think we get a couple panels of that just silence. And then she says, 
you are better than Carl because you are made of his energy, and I have learned more since then. Um, and I think I go on um, and ask, what's coming for me? The thing that's coming for all of us, I can't see clearly. But if we're to have a chance, you must defeat Null. And in our next panel, we get you floating much smaller than you were before. And we see a projected image of the world. And it's layered with that like purple Null energy. And you hear, like, you see this appearing before you, and you uh, hear Gaia saying, When Nol died, he released the memory of another world. And we see, like, that purple energy expanding and laying out over the globe. And in that energy, there was the memory of his beginning. He's coming again, Inky. You must find him. I've, I've felt this energy before. He's somewhere in this world, and he doesn't know who he is yet, but he will soon. Is he a danger to you? Not if you stop him. Then I will stop him and destroy him. And I think the next panel, we just get you floating again in the white void. And just the words, I know you will, Enki. And then the next panel, Enki starts becoming translucent over the white and looks at his own hands as he fades out and says, Mom, do you love me? And then we turn the page and we see Lighthammer. Lighthammer, do you want to give me the panel that shows uh, Lighthammer when we cut back into this scene? So the framing is the exact same as the previous Lighthammer panel. I am once again looking in the mirror at myself. Um, but this time, instead of like the lipstick being perfectly on Lighthammer's lips, it's a little askew. And instead of like wearing the Daisy costume, he's holding it up to his chest and like looking at himself with it that way and like the lighting is darker and it is not nearly as romanticized it is just kind of the reality of this teenage boy wearing someone else's clothes and then in the next panel uh in the mirror you see a face you haven't seen in a while we see Greyhammer standing behind you stepping through daisy's door lighthammer what do you do i fling the costume directly at his face and then grab my hammer from the ground. We see the costume fly at him. He kind of jumps back in surprise and it hits him. And we see this like muffled small speech bubble with uh, garbled letters in it. And we see you grabbing your hammer. What do you do next? Yeah, I'm just going to attack the shit out of him. Tell me what that looks like and then roll to directly engage. Uh, much like when Null like hurt all of my friends and I was just kind of wailing on him with the hammer. This is that exact same thing. It is just hit after hit after hit with this hammer. Probably like first hit to like probably let's, uh, first. Let's go ahead and uh, roll a direct engage and then describe that bit of it. Cool. On the bright side, that's potential. That's a four. So we see you grab your hammer, uh, the panel of you grabbing your hammer and then running towards Gray Hammer and your hammer swinging down and. The Right before the hammer makes impact, the Daisy's old costume is thrown off, and we see Greyhammer swing up with two like smaller hammers, one in each hand, and just stop your hammer from coming down. There's like this huge clash, and this just massive sound. And then he looks at you, and in his eyes, you can see clear confusion and surprise. And he just yells, Nick, what the hell? What do you do? 
I'm going to sonic blast him in the chest and like knock him out of Daisy's room. All right. Are you trying to get him out of the way or are you trying to hurt him? 100% trying to hurt him. Give me another directly engage. Okay, that's an 11. All right. On a 10 plus, pick two. Uh, I would like to impress, surprise, or frighten. And I don't think I'm in the right mind space to resist or avoid his blow. I want to... I'm pretty sure that this is a facade, that this is like not really Grahammer being confused, that like he's faking it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to take his act from him. Like basically whatever he was trying to do to hide his emotions, I want his emotions just on full display here. Okay. So we get the panel of him like holding his hammers above, like ca- catching the shaft of yours above his head and, and, and like the X of the handles. And then tell me what this sonic blast looks like. I let go of the hammer with one hand, probably my left hand, and then just like push my gauntleted hand into his chest. And then just like, it like sonic blasts into his chest and just knocks him backwards. Excellent. He flies backwards and we see him hit the wall of on the other side of the hallway and go straight through it. We get this panel of uh, this hole in the wall, this dust just billowing out of it. And then we get a panel in the living room, the toppled over couch, him like knocked over it. And like laying next to him is a like a portrait of uh, Daisy and OG Lighthammer. It's uh, fallen off of the table and uh, broken on the ground. And like he groans and starts trying to pull himself to to he's, he groans, and starts trying to pull himself to his feet. And he's like, Nick, I I know that our relationship's been rocky, but what the hell is this? What are you doing? And he can't drop the act because there isn't one, but I think uh, it clicks in you that this confusion is genuine. What do you do? Oh, I need to look at my conditions. Hold on. Okay. Okay, I have no conditions marked, so I think I'm going to act rationally and not irrationally here. All right. I think at that point I had, like, lifted my foot up to, like, kick him in the face. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just, like, put it down on the ground... I think it's probably a fake out panel where I like go to like slam it on the ground and it looks like I'm going to hit his face, but then I land like right next to his face there. And then I'm just like fucking universe bullshit. And I just go and like probably kick the couch and it like slides a couple of feet. He starts pulling himself to his feet and he's keeping a obviously calculated distance away from you. He's like, what is going on with you? Are you... Daisy said you've had a lot going on. Is the stress getting to you? Do you... Are you going down a bad path? I I doubt you'd want to talk to me about it, but you need to talk to someone. I look at him, and I think the first panel we see is like a close-up of my eyes, and it's just fury. And then the next panel is like, soften to frustration, and then suspicion. And then the bottom panel of that page is just my eyes being so tired. And I'm going to go to the bar in the living room, and I'm going to pour myself a large shot of tequila, and I'm just going to down it. And we get the shot of you downing it, setting the shot glass uh, back on the on the bar, and Greyhammer steps into the doorframe, just goes, I'm going to head out. Tell Daisy we're leaving tomorrow. Dr. Hall found what we need. Get some help, man. And he turns and starts walking out. I don't think I say this to him, but it's under my breath and he can probably hear it. But I'm just like, fuck yourself, murderer. 
And you don't see this, but the readers see him visibly stiffen for a moment at that. And then he continues walking without saying anything. We turn the page and we cut back to Brian and Daisy. Because after the laser tag, y'all have played several games and you're grabbing some food in like the like food court of this like arcade thing. Uh, I think Daisy sits down at this table with a big old slice of pizza and looks up at you with a huge grin. It's like, okay, that was really fun. Man, they sucked. <laughs> I mean, we are literal superheroes. We might have an advantage. I mean, yeah. Yeah, speaking of literal superheroes, you seem, no offense, more super since you all took that trip to the Alps. Your whole team seems a little different not like in a bad way but like we barely talked before all this i mean inky and i have always been close but did something happen i mean you know other than the big null stuff but i don't know everything seems different with you uh sorry let me just ask how do you remember the null stuff i mean not much like you all talk about your work sometimes but you know it is you focus on your team you all right. have been after him for a while, and there, you had a big fight and beat him in the Alps, right? Yeah. Sore subject? Mm. I can drop it if you want. Okay, this might sound really weird, but, um, what was I like? Um, uh, is, uh, wait, uh, no, uh, 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 scratch that. Dumb question. And she kind of laughs, and she's like, well, you were awkward. I mean, you're still awkward, but you're awkward in a lot more cute way and um you you didn't fight like you do now like that fight against dykstra you you've stepped it up a lot i i guess you could say we just leveled up after beating noel yeah and she like kind of looks at you and for a moment it's like a very quizzical like almost examining look and then it breaks into a genuine smile and she goes well i like the level up great so do i Oh, um, speaking of, uh, team stuff, though, I don't want you to get too excited, but I mentioned, um, Isaac to my boss, and we might have a lead on tracking it down. I'll keep you informed. We're gonna be heading out of town soon. Our tech specialist is looking for a piece of equipment to help us deal with the villain we've been fighting. Have I told you about her? That speedster? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on here. Isaac? Yeah, you he got trapped in the remix dimension, right? I know that you've been missing him. I've just been seeing if I can find a way to help. Wow. Uh, thanks? I think she reaches across the table and, like, puts her hand on yours and, like, squeezes it a bit because don't mention it. My team's heading out of town soon. Maybe we can do this again when we get back? Again? I mean, not, like, laser tag, but, like, maybe another date? This is a date? I... And now and, and now he's got his hand over his mouth. Yes! And now he's, he's sweating profusely. And I think she's actually blushing a little bit as well, which um, is not something we often see on Daisy. All right, well, then see you later, and I'm just going to walk away. Amazing! And, and do a little jump of joy, like, he called it a date. And I think, like... We see, like, her at the table watching and just, like, a little smile on her face.
Moon Harbor Heroes is produced by Anthony Sheets, T.B. Huth, and Elliot Peterson, and edited by Anthony Sheets and Sean Geddes. Anthony can be found on Twitter at IcyNewYear or at IcyNewYear.com. T is a theater artist and educator in the D.C. area. She can be found at T. Huth Playwright on Twitter or T.P. Huth 94 on Instagram. Elliot can be found at Elliot Yelen on Twitter. That's E-L-L-I-O-T-Y-L-E-N. Sean can be found at The Crumpet, T-H-E-C-R-U-M-P-I-T, on Twitter. Moon Harbor Heroes is played using Masks A New Generation, written by Brandon Conway and produced by Magpie Games. Our logo was designed by Beautiful Beasties. She can be found on Instagram at beastly.doodles or on Patreon at patreon.com slash beautifulbeasties. The music in this issue is Black Vortex by Kevin MacLeod. This issue is GM'd by Anthony Sheets. Asimov is played by EXPHP. You probably won't find him at It's EXPHP on Twitter, but it's worth a try. Enki is played by Simon Meskins. You can find him as at Gilbereka, G-I-L-B-E-R-R-E-K-E on Twitter. Lighthammer is played by T. Huth. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at moonharborheroes at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at moonharborcast. If you enjoyed this issue, please leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice or tell a friend. Five-star reviews and word of mouth are really the best way for us to keep bringing these stories to more people. If you'd like to support us financially, check us out at patreon.com slash moonharborheroes. Supporting us there will give you access to bonus issues each month. And thank you for helping us save the world. We'll see you next issue.